Retirements, high training costs, and poor pay, CTV News reports, are fueling a pilot shortage in Canada. Joining me to talk about this, lecturer in aviation management at McGill University, John Graddick. John, good morning. Good morning, Jerry. How are you? I'm well. I was always given to believe that pilot was a well-paid job. Oh, it was. It was. Ah. Until, such time, until such time as we had these new carriers show up, uh, it's, uh, it was traditionally one that you could expect to have somewhere around $200,000, $250,000 as a uh, stable mid-career type pay rate. But now you're looking at these new carriers showing up, and their starting salaries are somewhere in a range of about thirty-five dollars to $40,000 a year. Starting, and if you've, let's say you've been there for six, seven, eight years, does it improve? Yeah, it's, it's, you know, cost of living improvements are there. Because, you know, you're up to about 55000 60000 after about six or seven years if you, this, if you stay there. You know, and I think that right now what's happening in the industry is that you know, carriers are, are getting these, new carriers are getting these pilots in there, but the uh, established carriers like WestJet and Air Canada just keep poaching uh, these carriers as more and more of their own pilots decide to uh, leave the ranks. Okay, so the big airlines then are using the other airlines as a training ground. That's it. That's the way it has been working for the last 20 years. There's been a few carriers that have been trying to, or that have been forced to basically hire. You typically work into a, a pilot job by coming in as a first officer on the right-hand seat of an airplane, and then after X number of years, you basically graduate to the left-hand seat. Uh, and that's a tradition that has been a traditional way. You're seeing carriers now looking to hire guys straight into the uh, left-hand seat, which is, the show, which is a, to me, is an indication that we are really going through a pilot shortage now. All right. And uh, an ordinary person might think, okay, it doesn't make as much money as I thought. Uh, maybe I won't do it. But other than that, why should I care? That's an industry problem. But Sunwing has blamed its flight disruptions and cancellations over the holidays, which were considerable, on a shortage of pilots. That's correct. And they, you know, traditionally what Sunwing has done, because it's primarily a winter operation here in Canada, they, bring, they brought in about a little over 60 pilots from, from Slovakia. Um, bring them in here for about four or five months to operate the winter operation and then send them back. And they were bringing, bringing them in here on a temporary foreign worker permit. And the government this year decided to disallow that permit. And unfortunately, Sunwing had already planned its schedule with those 60 pilots incorporated into the schedule. And we all saw the impact of those shortages over Christmas. John Graddick is with me, a lecturer in aviation management at McGill University. Canada has a pilot shortage. Let's try to be on the positive side here for a minute. John Graddick, a young person is listening to us. Tell that person why he or she should be a pilot. It's a great job. Let me tell you, I have my nephew who's now been a pilot for about 10 years. He's about 37 years old now. He's working for Air Inuit. And uh, his office is usually about 30,000 feet up in the air. Uh, and, and he works no more than about 80 hours a month, which is the maximum you can fly. And the, he really enjoys the job. It is a very, very technical job, but one in which you basically have the chance to uh, to see the world and to really enjoy flying uh, as it uh, should be above the clouds and above all of this crazy weather we've been getting. Okay, um, but not for huge money, but they only work 80 hours a month. Are they like firefighters? They have a drywall operation on the side? 
<laughs> they only wish. Uh, yeah, 80 hours a month is really the typical maximum. They're, they're governed by some very, very strict regulations from Transport Canada in terms of the maximum number of hours they can fly in any one given day, in any one given weekend, in any one given month. So there's a maximum number of hours. Uh, but, you know, they're ranging around 80 hours is probably a typical max that the airlines would fly. Some airlines have got lets that allow them to go a little further. Uh, the northern carriers have got some you know, additional hours they can put in there. But typically around 80 hours a month is what you have in terms of sick time behind an airplane. So if you wanted to be a pilot long term, do you have to go to your local small airport and take pilot lessons until you can fly and you put out an awful lot of money and time? Or is there a way to get into the industry and get trained? Uh, in Canada, right now, there isn't a way to get into the industry. You've got to go through local flight schools, do ground school, do training. You have some colleges, like Seneca College, has a, a, an amazing pilot training program. Um, and, you know, that's it's probably one of the better ways to get. If you're in a Toronto area, that's probably the one school that has got a very strong reputation. Uh, I think that, you know, it's going to cost you somewhere in a range of about $100,000 out of pocket to basically become a pilot. Uh, and that's one of the things that really uh, is concerning is that if you talk about becoming a lawyer or a doctor, uh, there are financial aid programs that are available through various academic organizations to help you do this. Uh, in the pilot training world, very few opportunities. It is mostly uh, you know self-financed and there really needs to be some financial aid put in place to basically help pilots develop. All right. Somebody just wrote in listening to us here, John, uh, by text message. Make more money driving a tractor trailer and you don't have whining passengers. <laughs> You're behind a locked door on an airplane. So yeah. don't worry about the one. Don't worry about the whining passengers. You take care of the airplane. Hopefully the, the flight attendants will do a, a good job of keeping passengers pretty happy back there. But it, you're right. It, it is. It's a job that with the new carriers that are showing up, uh, you know, you are looking at, you know, a regular, you know, a regular blue collar type wage rate. Uh, but if you're looking at getting into the established carriers like Air Canada and WestJet, it is a very satisfying career. Okay, and somebody just was reacting here, John, to our, our comments on, your comments on 80 hours a week, and this person writes, no. but that's flying, or a month, rather, 80 hours a month, but that's flying hours. Doesn't include time away from home, time at the airport, prepping for flights, etc. Is that true? Uh, you, the 80 hours a month does include probably about, a, about an hour's worth of prep per flight. Because uh, the clock starts as soon as you come in for your briefing, so there is it's, it really is eighty hours of time that you are dedicating to the to the aircraft operation. So yeah, the eighty hours does include prep, but yeah, you're right, it doesn't include time away from home and stuff. So it's like a truck driver; you basically hit, you're behind the wheel, you're 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 driving, and you're you're being paid as you drive those kilometers. Same thing happens with a pilot. You basically are prepping for your flight and you get paid when you get the airplane off the ground. All right. Now, if you got to what if you if you really want to be a pilot and you don't have money and you want to get paid to train, military? Military is probably a good way of doing it. And like I said, you've got in Quebec was an interesting program that has a uh, a way for pilots to be trained in the Nasaja program. Uh, if you're a junior college stage up in Quebec, there's a couple of schools that have got pilot training programs. And rather than going to school to get a trade, you go to school to get a pilot's license. And it's paid for by the provincial government, which is a, a heck of a deal. 
You know, sometimes you look back on life after you've done a variety of things, and I'm happy with the career that I got into, but I'm a different person somewhat than I was when I was young. And I think if I was 17 or 18 right now, I might actually join the military because I kind of think I'd like to be a fighter pilot. Yeah, and I think the fighter pilots are a pretty good place to be in, but, you know, you're under the risk of war. So in these days, that risk might be a little higher than it was normally. Uh, so uh, you take your chances in terms of the career choices you make. So military might be an interesting one, but who knows what this world may end up doing. All right. Well, Canada has a pilot shortage, and one way or another, that's going to have to get looked after. But I've been speaking with John Gradick. He's a lecturer in aviation management at McGill University. It was good to talk to you, John. Thanks very much. Nice, Jerry. Have a great day. Take care.